Welcome back, everybody, to Never Dies, y'all. It is episode seven, y'all, and I'm your host, Karate Kip, and I got Cobra Cole in the house, and we are ready to talk about some Cobra Kai. How are you doing tonight, Cole? Pretty good, man. It's a special day today. You know, I'm not going to say which day, but it's a special day. You know, so I'm oh my good. gosh, yeah, it's a special day, a special day <laughs> in, in, in the month of April. Yes. Y'all can just figure that one out. We're having fun tonight, <laughs> and we hope y'all are having fun today, too. There is a raging thunderstorm outside once again, but we don't care at all because we are going to talk about some karate tonight. Yes, welcome back. I know it, man. What a great episode this was. And yeah, But right yeah. be- before we get into it real quick, is there any Cobra business we got to talk about? I got to say, y'all, I am wearing a Cobra Kai shirt that my boy Cobra Cole got me. I just want to say thank you so much for this shirt, yeah, dude. I love it. Welcome, dude. I love it. And I'm having... Straight from the... I think I got that from Target. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. It's got the Cobra Kai logo on it. It is awesome. So thank you so much, Cole. Man, I'm ready to talk about some karate. And Cole, are you ready to start this thing? I think I am. I totally am, too. So let's have a quick recap of the last episode, that was episode six, Quiver, y'all. You guys remember, we, did you like that last episode, Cole? It was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, man. It's, uh, we, we see uh, Cobra Kai is growing. It is growing. Yeah, he's really teaching the kids. We had that flashback of young Johnny, and he was riding his bike, and he found Cobra Kai, if you remember. Yes. We saw him bringing his, his first group of students under control, you know, in the present day. You know, he had those funny nicknames and all with them, yeah. you know? <laughs> see, I see a kid with a funny hat with his tits popping out. Yeah, yeah, all that. <laughs> totally funny. And there's some more names, too, coming today. So, But, you know, Dimitri quit because of all that stuff. It was too much. Yeah. We also had Daniel training in the LaRusso House Dojo. And he started looking for someone to train with to teach Miyagi-Do, too, remember? Yep. And Sam was getting cyberbullied because of the rumors from Kyler. That was not cool. Robbie started working at the LaRusso Auto. He was working hard, but remember he got hazed by Louie and Anoush? Yeah. And he turned on the car in the showroom and all that. Oh, Cousin Louie, yeah. But because of that situation, Daniel and him kind of became friends out of that. He brought him around and... At the high school, nobody wanted Sam in their group at the science class because of the Kyler stuff, all this teenage drama. But Miguel took her in. Blow pop on the back. (laughs) That's right, the blow pop. Bananas. The blow pop and bananas, that's right. And Miguel took her into the group, and they started to get to know each other. That was like their first time really meeting, I think. Right. More students dropped out of Cobra Kai, and Johnny called them losers, and Miguel said that they were his friends, uh, but and Johnny didn't understand what it was like to be a loser. But Robbie finally got his personalized shirt, and he took that fake sales report to Daniel's house. He started teaching him Miyagi-Do because of that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So like a... It's like a porno mag, I think it was in the- It was funny, yeah. <laughs> Cousin Louie, once again... Cousin Louie. And then finally, Sam started having fun online again because of Miguel and his funny PowerPoints. That was a real cool moment. 
bringing her back around. And Johnny found a new way to connect with his students. Remember, he told them that he used to be a loser too, but he became badass. Remember that, Cole? Right. So I was going to talk about, you know, how hard that must have been for him to admit to his students, you know, because they kind of see him as like, you know, this super badass guy and, you know, always been that way. He has like this badass aura about him, right? And for him to like come down and say he used to be a loser, you know, it was kind of a gamble. Yeah. Maybe the kids might, might not even believe that, you know, he, that's true, you know? So Exactly. Or they would have looked at him a little bit differently. And it's, it, w- it would have been kind of like Crease. You know, you see Crease as being like this super badass guy. And yeah. it'd be like him saying, you know, I used to be a loser. Like, it's so, it would be like weird, right? So I just thought, you know, how hard it must have been for him to do that. But it worked. He made the connection. I thought that was pretty cool. It's like even a better connection now. So, and then right at the end of that episode, Eli showed back up at the dojo as Hawk now. Yep. And all that, you know, fear does not exist. Pain does not exist. Defeat does not exist. Are you ready to learn the weight of the fist? Yes, Sensei. That's where we left it. It was a fantastic episode. But it just gets better from here, you guys. We're going to go to episode seven tonight. And that is all Valley. Are you ready for this, Cole? This was such a great episode, wasn't it? Oh, my yes. gosh. <clears throat> yeah, it was. So it started off in a fantastic manner. We had the opening scene at LaRusso Auto. And we had this fantastic montage of Daniel showing Robbie how to do things around the dealership with the music going. Remember? Yes. It was like the training techniques. He, he was incorporating the karate teachings into the work, just like Miyagi. Showing him that the training techniques of doing the chores in a certain way, like gaining muscle memory, right? The wax on, wax off. Everybody knows that. The song that's playing is, is called Daniel Sees the Bird by Bill Conti, and that's from the original Karate Kid soundtrack. I thought it was fantastic. They don't use the original soundtrack super often, but here it was perfect, right? Like, what'd you think about that montage, Cole? Yeah, um, it's, you know, it's super reminiscent of the original movie with Miyagi, you know, teaching, Mr. Miyagi teaching Daniel. And uh, he goes right back to that, man. Uh, Even with the, you know, Miyagi's music playing, like you mentioned, uh, it was perfect. It was perfect, and Daniel was just like Miyagi there. So I did a breakdown of this montage, you guys, because we're going to, like I said, we're going to get into this show, and we're going to find all the cool stuff. So here's the breakdown of the montage, you guys. Of course, we had the waxing on, waxing off of the cars thing. Robbie was doing two small circles, and Daniel showed him big circles, you know, just like, you know, hand on his hand, just like Miyagi did. It was, like, so iconic. And then... They had a, a scene of Robbie trying to raise the flag, and Daniel showed him a different way. And I, I couldn't figure that one out, folks. You'll have to email me on that one. Like all I could, all I could figure was maybe he's teaching him how to block, you know, like punches or kicks from coming from below by moving your arms down real fast or something, you know. 
Yeah, I, I, I couldn't figure it out. The road so you, kind of down fast, you know. So I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, if somebody can um, email us in for that one, I got the email at the end of the show, you guys. So that was a tough one. Uh, Robbie was also squeegeeing the windows up and down, and Daniel showed him left, right. You know, it's just like painting the house. Yeah, just like painting the house. Okay, and then we had a scene of Robbie jacking up a car. And Daniel showed him away. Yeah, spinning around. <laughs> yeah, spinning around, punching the opponent that was on the ground, kind yeah. of a thing. I feel like, and Robbie like showed a face was like, oh my god, like like leave me alone. Like if if a boss kept coming in and showing <laughs> you a different, I'd be like, dude, leave me alone. So he's totally on him like that. And Robbie was mopping the floor, and Daniel showed him how to like spin with it. Remember, he was like spin. It was like you yeah, know. yep. Then we saw some scenes in the montage of Robbie doing things the right way. Okay. It was like him learning the right way. And, and then Robbie was sta- stapling some papers and da- like Daniel showed him how to use it with an open palm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Dude. Like every, everything has some technique in it, you know, some karate technique in it. Yeah. It was like a karate chop kind of. And yeah, Amanda was like, I don't know, you know, cause it was in her office. So it was funny. And <laughs> so Robbie was finishing up waxing the cars and he put the towel on his shoulder, just like Daniel did in Karate Kid 1, if you caught that. Put it on his shoulder, and you know, just like when Daniel was done doing the chores for Miyagi. And so Robbie went to go check in with Daniel, and he, did you see that? It was such a great moment. He said, you know, Mr. LaRusso, I'm all done. Yeah, and then it shows all the other cars in the lot, yeah. And, yeah, and Daniel said, really? Both lots? Yeah, Mr. LaRusso, uh... I'm all done. Really? Both lots? This is just like when Miyagi said both sides for the fences. (laughs) Well finished. Looks pretty good, huh? Mm. Both sides? Oh, so great. So great. Yeah, what'd you think about that? Yeah, man, it uh, took me back, you know, to the original movie. Man, it made me smile. Like it was just he did. He, <laughs> I like seeing Daniel doing things Mr. Miyagi's way, you know, like because it's cool seeing totally seeing the 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 I guess the student become the master, you know. Yes, he's teaching Miyagi Do. Yeah, through the through chores and muscle memory. But Robbie don't get it yet. You know, he says this is bullshit. <laughs> just like Daniel didn't. Whenever you know. Mr. Miyagi was teaching him. Yep. Yep, exactly. It's the same words. Daniel said this is bullshit. Robbie said this yep. is bullshit. Same words. Plenty right. Uh, not everything is as seem. Oh, bullshit. I'm going home, man. This is bullshit. Okay, I thought you were going to teach me karate. I'm just doing all your shitty chores. And he said, I thought you were going to teach me karate. I'm just doing all of your chores. And he stormed <laughs> off. <laughs> Amanda, Amanda kind of broke the fourth wall in a way. It's like, she's like, she said, I think you're enjoying this a little too much. And right. you know, I think she's talking to the audience and like the writers. I mean, come on. This is great. <laughs> I was smiling so much. And then Daniel, you know, God, I love this part. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Uh, where he gets to reveal the training. So Awesome. We're it's, it's, we're not done yet. We cut to the to the Larusso household, and Daniel and Robbie are in the dojo. This is the big reveal, you know. Daniel said, "Show me sand the floor, show me wax on, wax off," and we got 
we got some more of the music. It was kind of like the uh, that the music at the end of Karate Kid One. They kind of like had a new synthesized version, if you noticed. Yeah, it was awesome. Yep, there was the flurry of punches from Daniel and Robbie blocked them all. It was just like Daniel and Miyagi when he blocked all the stuff from from Miyagi, you know. And so Robbie said, "Whoa!" Like he did all the muscle memory stuff. Yeah, he was surprised. He was surprised. Like, okay, I was learning something the whole time. Yep, the big reveal, and then they simultaneously bowed to each other. And we got the Cobra Kai title screen, man. Oh, my gosh. What did you think about that intro? That was awesome, man. It was amazing. Takes, takes you right back. Gives you everything you want. You know, it was just, <laughs> yeah, it was like spot on. You know, Robbie being, you know, Robbie's in Daniel's position. Daniel's now in Miyagi's position. It's awesome. Yep. They totally nailed it. And I just couldn't believe it. You know, it's all a bonus. Bringing it back 30 years. Fantastic. That was a great way to start off the episode. So in the next scene, though, guys, we're at the Cobra Kai Dojo, catching up with Johnny. He's training his students. He's showing Hawk how to punch. He kind of kicked his leg out from under him, you know, said, you need to work on your balance when you're punching. And he turned around, and one of the students flinched. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Johnny said, "Uh, did you just flinch, virgin? (laughs) <laughs> some more of the nickname so that guy's nickname was virgin that's right that's right he's like just looking at you makes me feel like a virgin <laughs> yeah so that's virgin and he goes up to the next student and he kind of shook at him you know and the other student flinched yep and johnny said we got a room full of flinchers <laughs> they said yes sensei to that if you remember. <laughs> yeah, he's like that wasn't a question <laughs> yeah it wasn't a question so he says, raise your hand if you've never been punched. And a bunch of them raised their hand. Almost you the know? entire room, except for Aisha and a couple, like, you know, a couple others. Mm-hmm. He said, all of your lives you've been told to avoid fighting so you don't break your nose or lose a tooth. This concussion nonsense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny, man. So out of touch. So he said, before you leave, everybody's going to get punched in the face very hard today. It's kind of like Fight Club. If tonight's your first night, you have to fight. Yeah. And, you know, some people might think that uh, that sounds like a pretty crazy idea. You know, like, oh, you just line up and take a punch to the face. But it's true. If you've never taken a punch to the face, you probably should at least once so you can know it doesn't really, it's not really as bad as you think it's going to be. Yeah. But it is coming from Aisha. So he said, uh, Miss Robinson, unflinch this group. Yep. That was cool. So she cracked her <laughs> knuckles and she lined up. She lined up right across from Virgin. And she, you know, there it is. She's starting to hit him. Yeah, and then you can hear you can hear her hitting people in the background. <laughs> yep, totally. Yep. So while that happening, Johnny went to the office and he started looking at a martial arts magazine. He was complaining about the price of some nunchucks. <laughs> Dude, they were trying to charge $450 for nunchucks, and he was right. He was like, that's a ripoff, and it, that's, that's, that is a ripoff. <laughs> so he turned the page, though, and he saw an ad for the All-Valley Tournament. Dude, it's the same graphic as the OG movies. Did you notice? Yeah, with, but it's blue mats this time. They got blue mats. Yes, blue mats in the gold fist. It's May it's May 19th instead of December 19th this time. And Miguel came into the office. He said, I need to ask you something. 
And Johnny said, uh, first, the first aid's under the counter. Do we got a bleeder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then, you know, Miguel said, no. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of blood out there, but it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, we, we actually, we do have a bleeder. There's a lot of blood out there, but it's something else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Miguel's looking for some advice. He said, you know, there's this girl at school. Johnny said, is she hot? Miguel said, well, she's smart. <laughs> and Johnny said, hot. Is she hot? <laughs> Miguel said, funny and cool. Johnny said, hot. <laughs> Miguel said, yes, yeah, she's super hot. Johnny goes, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm smiling this whole episode. I'm telling you guys. Johnny. Um, classic Johnny. Mm, classic Johnny. So Miguel was asking about the advice about Sam. You know, he wants to take Sam out on a date. And I was going to just take a step back and say, like, that's how much of a father figure Johnny is to Miguel right now. Yeah. He's asking about it. That's a big deal, right? It is. It shows a lot. And so he's asking him, you know, what, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what to do. And Johnny said, well, what's there to think about? She's hot and all those other things. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Miguel was worried about if she said no, right? And, Johnny's advice to that was never accept defeat, Diaz. There is no no. <laughs> yep. You know, Miguel's like, uh, pretty sure no means no. And Johnny said, well, that's true if things are getting physical, but you're just asking her out. And all the babes, all the babes want to date a Cobra Kai. You know, and, and, and good on Johnny for saying that to you, man. You know, no means no when, it, when you're getting physical. That means, you know, okay, he does have boundaries. He is a good yeah, dude. Yeah, totally, totally. But he knows, you know, sometimes you got to... You got to bust through some walls sometimes to to get the girl. So yep, he, he said all the babes want to date a Cobra Kai, and I bet that was true <laughs> when they were in school, right? You know, they were all the yeah, cool guys, exactly. So that's totally true. It's funny, like I watched this show with uh, once regularly, and then I watched once with the subtitles on, and <laughs> I couldn't hear it the first time. But Aisha's in the next room, and yeah. she she's hitting the she's breaking everybody in, and the subtitles came up. She said. Don't be a pussy. Next. <laughs> yeah, I think I do remember her saying that. Yeah, that's yeah, funny, man. Yeah, really great. Like, I thought, I thought, oh, yeah, I was trying to mention a minute ago. Was like during that whole conversation with uh, Miguel and Johnny, you can hear her punching kids in the background mm-hmm. repeatedly, one at a time. <laughs> yeah, totally funny. Miguel saw the ad for the tournament, and he said, "Are we entering?" Johnny said, "I don't think we're ready yet." At that moment, Eli got hit real hard in the other room, and he finished it by saying, I'm okay, it's just a tooth. (laughs) (laughs) So she's really hitting him. That's a great scene. What a great way to start off this episode, man. Yeah, man. You got any more stuff to say about that scene? No, uh, I just thought it was funny. It's like, is she hot? Is she hot? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Nice. So the next scene, we're just at some restaurant. Because Robbie's on his lunch break. It's just like some random restaurant. Trey and Cruz show up. You know, his hooligan friends. Yeah, I, I, I wrote them down as his loser friends. Loser friends. And they start making fun of Robbie because of his uniform. He's working a straight job now. And they want to steal. But their next plan, right, is to steal from LaRusso Auto. That's, that's their next plan. Yeah. Cruz says, he says, we want parts, rims, and stereos. Shit made out of chrome and shit. <laughs> oh, that was a funny <laughs> line. Like they don't even know what they want. Just shiny stuff. And they want the security code from Robbie. Okay. 
They just say they want the code. And this is a big test of Robbie's loyalty to Daniel. Because if you think about it, he's only there to make his dad angry. That's the whole reason he's there, if you remember. Yes. So they told him if he doesn't do it, like, remember what they, kid, they did to that kid in Ventura? And, like, uh, there's no telling what they did. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, they, they, they must have beat him up. Them. They threatened him, basically. They yeah, said, hey, they, if you don't, you don't give us this code or help us get this code, then we're going to beat you up. Something like that, totally. So they're forcing him to do it, putting him in a tough spot. Poor Robbie, once again. The next scene, though, you guys, we're in the high school hallways. Miguel is hanging out very nonchalantly by Sam's locker, pretending not to know it was hers. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel's trying to ask her out, right? Sam shows up. He says, <laughs> this is his opening line. He said, so I've, I've been thinking about you a lot lately. Well, I mean, not a lot, a lot. I mean, just the normal amount someone else would think about somebody else. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, what? Yeah, she said, are you okay? I would rate his approach, that is a 2 out of 10. Okay, coming in. <laughs> Typical high school kid, awkward high school kid approach. Yeah, that was, a, that was poor delivery. One for the attempt and one for, like, the cuteness of messing up. But it's not a good start, okay? Miguel starts to stammer, but he did gather himself. And she, he did just straight up ask her out, which was cool. You know, found the courage. Yeah. So go Miguel. Sam said, that's sweet, you know, but she would, and she would like to, but you know, with all the Kyler stuff, she's taking a break from dating. And, you know, you just hate to hear that. You just hate to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyler messed it up, man. Kyler messed it up. So Miguel said he gets it and I'll see you in class. And he starts to walk off, but he heard the words of Johnny. Yeah, uh, never accept defeat. Mm-hmm. And what did he do, Cole? Turned around and he said, kind of busted through those walls. He said, what if it's not a date? Yeah. Remember? <laughs> yeah, what if, it's just, what if it's just two people hanging out, having fun, you know, <laughs> separately but together. Separately but together. And we heard their <laughs> music. And so now I'm going to rate that a 10 out of 10 for the turnaround. He did it. Like, that was all from Miguel, okay? And she countered by saying, you know, that sounds like a date. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel's like, really? It wouldn't be a date. You know, and he gave her a pretty good smile. Okay. And I got to be honest. If I, if I was her, I think he would have won me over there. <laughs> okay. Would, would that have won you over, Cole? <laughs> uh, I guess so, man. <laughs> yeah. And so Sam said, I guess if it's not a date, then it could be fun. So pick me up at eight. Ah, uh, it's fantastic. Miguel said, great. Oh, wait, you know, all I have is a bike. <laughs> Sam said, okay, I'll pick you up then. And smiled and walked off. And Miguel just could not, he looked like he could not believe what just happened, dude. Yeah, he, he did it. He, made he it did it. I think that's his first date ever. Yeah. I bet you. And that's pretty awesome. So go Miguel. I'm really rooting for him. Yeah. The next scene, though, y'all, we are at the LaRusso Auto, and Robbie was taking pictures of cars near the storeroom, and what's it? Scamming Robbie once again. You remember Scamming Robbie. Amanda walks by, and she's kind of like saying, you know, you can take pictures of some other cars, but he came up with a story on the fly about why he was there, and so he's, he's quick on his feet. He is. When it when it comes to scamming, or Robin, Robin, Robbie. Yeah, he's a he's a little he's a he's a little con man. 
He's a little con man, so that was yes, good. You're right, that's it. Robin Robbie, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Robin <laughs> Robbie's doing his thing. So when when Amanda starts to put in the code, Robbie very sneakily turns the camera like around on his phone to record the code. And he got it. That's a good plan. Okay, he he thought of that on his own. So yeah. he's scamming Robbie. Robbie's smart. Robbie's Robbie's smart kid. He, he strikes once again. It was a quick scene, but it sets it up for later. So we cut to the next scene, y'all. We are at the Cobra Kai Dojo once again. Johnny's in the office, and he's on the phone trying to get Cobra Kai registered for the All Valley. So it's building. Miguel's on the mat with Aisha and the Hawk. They're stretching, getting ready for class. And he was trying to figure out where to take Sam on the date, if you remember. Yes. Asking for suggestions from Aisha and, uh, and Hawk. And Hawk. Do you, do you remember Hawk's suggestion? Yeah, he said, oh, you guys should get matching tattoos. <laughs> yeah, they were like, what? what did, and then what did he do? And then he shows off his new back tattoo of a hawk. Oh, my with a mohawk. gosh. Blue mohawk, just like his mohawk. A blue mohawk, <laughs> just like him. And we heard the eagle screech for the first time. Yes. yes, that's awesome. I don't know whose idea it was to add that into the show, but that is fantastic. <laughs> Crazy, like I a 16-year-old kid has a, has a tattoo on his back. He said it, he said it was 14 hours in the chair. And he's going to have to wear a shirt till after college, probably even <laughs> after that. Please don't tell my parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, but you know, that's not the best for a first date, I think. Miguel said, "Is there any other suggestions?" And Aisha said, "Don't look at me, you know. We're not I'm not friends with Sam anymore, right?" Yeah. Because of all that stuff and Miguel pushed her though. He said, "Please, I need some help." Aisha said, "Okay." Sam likes chocolate and astronomy. And Miguel said he could work with that. He can work with that. That's not bad. But at that moment, we heard Johnny from the office. He was reacting to learning that Cobra Kai had a lifetime ban from the All Valley. That's not cool, right? So Miguel ran into the office, and Johnny said, we have a lifetime ban. Remember, he slammed. He was hanging up yeah, the phone. Did you see his phone? Old, he, like, old school, like slamming the phone down. Like yeah, that was definitely a landline. <laughs> yeah. like, that's so funny. <laughs> slamming it down. He, he, he said, I'll ban you. Miguel said, how's that fair that we got banned? And Johnny told him, yeah. well, yeah, it's not fair, but there's, you know, there's nothing I can do. Miguel said, well, what about never accept defeat? And Miguel saves Johnny here again, just like Johnny helped out Miguel with the date. So they're yep. helping each other out, saving each other back and forth. I love yep. that relationship. Miguel said, you know, we have to fight this. And Johnny's idea, he said, you know what? You're right. And he started going down there to actually fight them. Remember? Yeah, so I'm going to go beat their asses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the right way to go about it, right? Yeah, Miguel's like, no, 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 no. Let's try a more delicate approach. Yeah. Remember Johnny said, yeah, cobras aren't delicate, though. And Miguel said, all right, well, maybe there's just a smarter way to fight back. And, and Johnny looked like he was thinking about it. The next scene, though, we are at LaRusso Auto. And Amanda was in her office. Daniel was walking by, and she asked him if, if, if he knew where Robbie was. And Daniel said he's in the back helping him trim the bonsais, right? The ones they give out to the customers. Yes. And uh, do you remember what Amanda said? She said, wow, that's like third base for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, she completely just like, that's what I like about Amanda, man. She like brings it back down to, uh, 
like reality for the for the for the, for the uh, viewers, you know. One hundred percent. Yeah, well said. Their call, and she said, "Don't try to convince him to open a bonsai tree store because <laughs> that's from Karate Kid 3. <laughs> yeah, we finally got to find out like what the what happened to that store. You know, they didn't end. We didn't hear what happened to it at the end of Karate Kid Three. So I guess it didn't. It failed at some point. So. We're cutting to the storeroom, though, and Robbie was trimming the bonsais, and we heard the dojo music, and yes. the chain leak fence was there. Do you see that? Just like yep. It was like Miyagi's office. What would you think yeah, about like that workshop. symbol? Yeah, what would you think about that? It, yeah, it took me right back to that scene in, uh, in Karate Kid, man, with Daniel trimming the tree, you know, and, and Miyagi uh, walking in. Yes, I love that dojo music. It's, it's really good. Sometimes this is a time for some lessons here. So Daniel comes in to check on him, and Robbie said, "Yo, I suck at this. He doesn't know what he's doing, right?" Just like Daniel did. Just like Daniel did when he was a kid. Just like Daniel, it's totally flipped. Yep, folks. This whole episode is almost like a mirror of it is of the movies. So great. And Daniel told him, "Hey, don't worry. I didn't get it at first either. And Mr. Miyagi had to teach me." And so Daniel said, Now what you got to do is close your eyes, get everything out of your head. The only thing you can see is the tree. Think only the tree. Right? That's just what Miyagi just like Mr. said. Miyagi, yeah. yeah, it's 100%. Dude. Concentrate. Think only tree. I mean, I smiled the whole episode. Same here, man. The whole episode is like this. Smiling now, thinking about it. I'm smiling right now, folks. I'm telling you, it's fun. <laughs> it's so fun. And so Daniel says, visualize the tree and make it happen. In my notes, it says, Daniel is Mr. Miyagi here. Yeah. And it's awesome to see that Daniel like still holds on to everything that Mr. Miyagi taught him. You know? You know, it's just great seeing Daniel as you know taking on that role now. Yep, he's getting to pass it on, and Robbie understood the metaphor though immediately. Well, I mean, Robbie understood that he was the tree, right? Yeah. And yep. then Daniel told him, "Yep, you are the tree. You know, you have strong roots. Visualize what you and you know when he said you have strong roots, that's like from Karate Kid Three. Whenever Miyagi said to Daniel, you know, when they were planting the bonsai, he said you have strong roots." Yeah. Daniel, sir, this bonsai have strong root. Same, same you. So there it is again. It said, visualize what you want your future to be and make it happen. And that's a good lesson for, I mean, that really is a good lesson, you guys. There's some good lessons in this show. And yeah. you do have to visualize what you want to be and think about it and, and work at it. I mean, I always wanted to be a podcaster, and here I am. So just visualize it. <laughs> I always want to be a Cobra Kai podcaster. Now I am. Now I am one. So it's a, it's a, it's a touching scene, but as Daniel leaves, Robbie got a text from his 
hooligan loser friends, Trey yeah. and Cruz, right? And they're saying, don't forget about the robbery. Come on, Robin, Robbie. Come on, hey, rob with us. And he has to make a choice. He's got to make a choice. I mean, do you have any more stuff to say about that scene, Cole? Yeah, you can tell, um, you know, he didn't want to do it. And he's not really into wanting to do it. He respects Daniel. Yeah, totally. He was there. He's there just to make his dad mad. And now he's really learning a lot from Daniel. Yeah. Daniel's starting to become slightly, it's more of a teaching thing right now, but slightly of a father figure, man, which is so crazy yeah, because don't forget, folks, that that is his longtime karate rival's son, you guys. You know, well, Robbie's also never had any never had any like real discipline you know in his life yeah no structure and uh and so yeah so 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 daniel in a way is not only being a father figure but sort of like a drill sergeant almost you know like t teaching him to have discipline and structure like i said a few episodes ago he's he was looking really hard for some kind of father figure and and he's finding it in daniel right now which is yep. which would be fine and dandy but unfortunately that's johnny lawrence's son folks and he has no idea while this is going on, that's right. You know, almost you always. I mean, I almost forget about it. It's Daniel. Daniel still doesn't know. Daniel has no idea, and it's going to blow up at some point. You just know it. At the next scene, though, y'all, we are at Johnny's apartment, and he's getting ready to meet with the All Valley Committee. <laughs> and did you see his suit, Cole? His suit, man. It looks like a. It's maybe from the like the tie looks like it's from the nineties or something almost, you know? Yeah, I would even say even eighties probably, man. It was yellow and brown. Oh my gosh. You know he he had his mom probably had bought that for him back in the day and it's the only suit that it's he like has. A court date. It looks like a court date suit, man. I know, totally. <laughs> yellow and brown. And so he's putting it on. Even the tie. Did you see the tie, man? It was yes. it was so retro and so he's getting ready, and Miguel came over, and he asked Johnny if he was nervous about the meeting. Johnny said he wasn't nervous. He was pissed off, which that's exactly what Johnny would be, right? Yeah. <laughs> but Miguel says, hey, you got to be nice. He said, if you get mad, make a fist, but don't, don't punch the guy. Cause that's what just hold it in. He would, all, he would always just punch the guy. That's his thing. Yep. And he said, hold it in. Johnny said, hey, we'll try. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> and Miguel asked him, hey, uh, what's in the, he said, nice briefcase. What's in it? And Johnny said, nothing. I found it in the dumpster outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he opened it. Yeah, there's nothing in it. Found it in the dumpster. It's hilarious. That's classic Johnny. That's classic Johnny to me. <laughs> but Miguel told him, nice touch. Nice touch there. And Miguel asked Johnny if he was nervous about the date. It's his first date ever. Yeah. Miguel said, yeah, he's really nervous. I'm a, I'm a lot really nervous. And yeah, I was going to say that is his first date ever. So he has no it idea is. what to do. Johnny said, well, whenever the time is right, just go ahead and make your move. <laughs> Miguel's like, move? What move? I don't have a move. What's my move? <laughs> he has no idea. Uh-huh. It's a kisser, man. Yeah, Johnny said, you got to kiss the girl, right? But. Miguel's like, technically, I don't have to, right? <laughs> Johnny said, no, nah, you can just learn how to braid her hair and talk about all the other guys who kissed her on the first date. Miguel was like, shit. 
so that was really good. And Johnny told him, you know, you're a Cobra Kai, strike first, strike hard. It's not just about karate. And that's true, right? We, we, we talked about that, you know? Yeah. Take the initiative, have some courage. And he asked him, where are you taking her anyways? Miguel told him, uh, I'm taking her to the observatory, picnic on the lawn, chocolate tasting three ways and to look at the stars. And, you know, he got that, I, the, you know, <laughs> information from Aisha, you know, that she liked chocolate yeah, and yeah. astronomy. And to be honest, that's a pretty good date that he came up with. Yeah, not bad. She probably would have enjoyed that too. Yeah, it's not bad. But Johnny told him the only thing that makes sense about that was uh, three-way. <laughs> <laughs> classic Johnny. Yeah, classic Johnny. He said, hey, if you want to impress this chick, you got to take her to where I took all my babes back in the day. Miguel said, where's that? And Johnny smiled. And Cole, I'm telling you, the first time <laughs> I was watching this show, the very first time, I was thinking – Please take her to the golf and stuff, you know, immediately. And, like, and, and bam, the music hits. Yes. Man. Oh my gosh, Cole, are you serious? Young Hearts Beat Fast. fast. Oh, yeah. Yes, dude. Song is Young Hearts by Commuter. Just from Karate Kid 1, y'all. Can you believe it? Yeah, man. Back to right back to Daniel's date with Allie. Can you feel the nostalgia, Cole? Can you yes, feel it? Man. Oh my gosh! What did you think about them going to the golf and stuff? Oh, dude, it was perfect, man. Like I said, the show just gives you what you want every time, man. It does. It never, it doesn't fail. And more, so it's gonna give it to us right now, folks. Are y'all ready for a nostalgic trip? Because here we go. The next scene, we are at the golf and stuff. Oh my gosh, man. The music's playing. The opening shot is of the sign, remember? Yeah. It's just like Karate Kid 1. Same sign. Yeah. Same sign, pans down to the left. Just like Karate Kid 1, man. I mean, I'm in nostalgia yep. heaven. I'm in nostalgia heaven. I just could not believe it the first time I watched it. It's still there. Sam and Miguel are pulling in in her car. She drove. She actually paid for it, if you noticed. She's got a BMW. Yeah, she got a BMW. And Sam said, I can't believe you wanted to come here. And Miguel's like, oh, no, like, you want to go somewhere else? But she's like, no, I love it. So, Well, she said she loves it because her dad used to take her there all the time, which means, which means Daniel still loves the place also. You know, I didn't think about that, actually. I didn't think about that. So that's actually really, really cool. Yeah. Nice find, Cole. Nice find. Yeah, they did go back together. So that's excellent. So she likes it. The, play, the location of the date is a hit, so thank you, Johnny. Yes. And then, folks, just, I mean, we get more and more of it here. We get a montage of them enjoying the park, and it is like almost like a shot for shot of the same yeah, day Daniel with Dale and Allie. Man, tell me what you thought about that. It was perfect. It was perfect, man. 
I mean, this whole episode's kind of been like that, you know? The whole thing. We're, yeah, we're, the, the kids are just mirroring what happened in the past with the adults. It's awesome. It is awesome. And I broke down the montage, you guys, 100%. So here we go. They started to play mini golf. And in the montage, first scene, Sam put down her ball and she, and she shot it <laughs> for the mini golf. And then Miguel put his ball down, but Sam shot that one too and ran off. (laughs) (laughs) And so the music was going and it's so cool, man. They're on a date. Miguel tried to shoot up the big dog tongue one, but it it, it rolled down. (laughs) And so he said, oh, but he just picked it up and like threw it in the dog's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And then they both shrugged and they're like, all right, that works. And they high five. And then in the next scene, they were both laying down on the putting green. And Sam shot the ball in like they were playing pool. Did you see that? <laughs> and they smiled, man. They're having fun. You know, this day is going great so far. Yeah. It's going great. They're really having fun. They And then, Cole, they even played the old foos hockey game. Yeah, man. You know, the old hockey game Table that Daniel Alley played? Yes, from Karate Kid 1. Dude, I just can't oh, believe it. Oh, the bubble it. hockey game. The yeah. bubble hockey game. Can you believe it? Yeah, yeah. That was so fantastic, man. I'm just on the ride of my life here. They, they, the next scene, they were playing some skee ball. Miguel hit one of those hard corner shots, got a ton of tickets. And Sam was like, whoa, we got so much, you know. Fantastic. They took the tickets to the prize wall, and she wanted that big octopus, remember? Yep. And they were holding the octopus. They looked at each other. Man, they had a, they had a moment. Yeah, they had a little moment there, they had yeah. a little moment. Cole. A little, little awkward moment eye contact. Yeah, on. yeah. And dude, just tell me, dude, that montage, it was like 30 years in the making. It took it took me back to when I was a kid, like 100%. Same just, here, man. Yeah, tell me what you thought about that. Yeah, not dude. only does it give you nostalgia for the original Karate Kid movie, but it also just gave me nostalgia for like those moments in my own life, man. You know, like being a high school kid, taking a girl out to like – a carnival or something, you know? Totally, totally. It's, uh, yeah, it made, made me think of my old uh, high school girlfriend, you know? So it's awesome. Yeah, the old dates, uh, you know, all those old feelings, you know? Totally. So they completely nailed that. The editing, the music, everything, y'all. I wouldn't change a thing about that. That was perfect. Yes. 10 out of 10, y'all. And it just gets better from here because in the next scene, we're at the All Valley Sports Arena, the All Valley Committee meeting. And they're like debating the color of the mats. <laughs> Did you notice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wants uh, blue mats with gold fists instead of red mats. The old the old school red red mats of like a, yeah, white. It was a black fist, yeah. I, I think it was either white. I think it was white actually. <laughs> so, yeah, they want to switch it up. So that's what they're arguing about when Johnny walks in. In the brown and yellow, and they said, <laughs> "Sir, if you're here for the AA meeting, it doesn't start till 8 p.m." <laughs> dogged, dogged him, him yeah, One, <laughs> totally. dogged him, dogged him. So Johnny said, "No, nah, I'm here because I want my dojo to be unbanned." And they were like, "Uh, we didn't even know we could do that. You know, that's they must have not banned anybody since then, or whatever it feels like." But Daniel comes in and says, "There's no mistake." They are, they have been banned. So Daniel showed up, and I don't think Johnny expected that for him to be no, there. No, he didn't. He didn't. It's like, great. 
It's LaRusso. His, it's LaRusso is in the way of things again, and he is going to, his mission to get unbanned has just become a lot harder with Daniel there. Cause Daniel's not going to let them back in. Daniel don't want to let them back in. Oh, no. So that's a tough one for Johnny. We'll see what happens there. In the next scene, though, we are at LaRusso Auto, y'all. And, you know, here comes the hooligan friends, Trey and Cruz, and they are sneaking in and they are about to meet Robbie for the, for the heist. Yeah. Not cool. They, he does show up and they ask him for the code, but Robbie does not kinda, want to give it to them. He kind of snuck up on them. He did. He's a sneak. Yeah, so, he I got mean, him. So I wonder if Daniel taught him, you know, any like, Ways to be kind of stealthy or something, you know what I mean? Like hiding the shadows or something. I don't know. He's got a light foot. Or maybe that's just how Robbie is. But yeah, he, he was able to sneak up on those guys. He, he did easily. get them. Yeah, he totally did. And they wanted the code, though. And Robbie said he did not want to give it to them. And what did you think about that? This is a big moment for Robbie. Well, first, you know, he said, he's like, I can't do that. And he's like, wait, no, I forget. Uh, I won't do that. Yeah. So that means, you know, he's Robbie has morals and he respects Daniel. And, uh, you know, he, I think he likes working at LaRusso and he wants to, uh, protect, protect it. Is this the end of Scam and Robbie? I think so. For now, right? That's what it looks like. It's what it looks like. So maybe Scam and Robbie is going straight here, you guys. He says he will not give them the code and they're going to fight him for it. You know, they, they want that code. So here's the fight, you guys. I'm breaking down the fights now, too. All right, folks. Get ready. It's karate time. So they go in to fight him. Trey throws a right hook, and it's blocked by Robbie's left arm, okay? Like, it's a big yeah. block, and he's, like, surprised by the muscle memory. Yeah, he looks memory. like he couldn't believe that he, he did it, yeah. Totally. He was surprised by the muscle memory, and that's from the training from Daniel and all the chores and stuff. Kind of like, it was wax on, wax off, you know? Yep. After that, Trey threw two more punches. They were both blocked by Robbie, so he's blocking really well right now. Trey decided to grab him by the shirt then, and that's when Cruz jumped in, you guys. And he tried to throw a right hook, but Robbie ducked it. Cruz went over him and turned around. Robbie fought off Trey just in time to block the attacks from Cruz now. So it's two on one here, you guys. Robbie threw a quick right, which landed on Trey's face. He actually got a hit in. Bam. And then they both started attacking Robbie at the same time, right? Robbie started blocking one, but he's, he's being forced towards the storeroom. Robbie landed some blows on Trey and Cruz, but... Yeah, I think he got a kick in on one of them. He did. He did, right? Yeah. Trey tried a strong right, but Robbie dodged him and he went over him. Turned to Cruz, but Cruz landed a front kick on Robbie. Okay, yeah, that's the kick. The kick pushed Robbie into Trey, and it, he, he wrapped him up from behind. Right, so now he's yeah. now he's being grappled. But Robbie still landed a front kick on Cruz while he was wrapped up. Dude, you see that? He got up there with that yeah, kick. Yeah, awesome. Was awesome. That at that point he elbowed Trey behind him, and that's when he, he let go of him. Right. Cruz tried to throw a big right. Robbie redirected him and trained up hitting up Cruz in the face. Did you see that? He yeah. <laughs> and Cruz was like, watch it, bro. 
So I'm just loving this fight right now. Total, you know, total, totally uh, a Miyagi move, man. You total. Know, use someone else's energy against them, you know, their own energy against them, you know. You're right, actually. I didn't think about yeah. that. It's kind of like, yep, throwing them in, making them hurt themselves. Yep. That's a that's a good point, Cole. This is the so Robbie's fighting in the Miyagi fashion right now, doing a lot of blocking, a lot of throwing people around, making them hurt themselves. Trey turned to face Robbie and he threw a big right hook, which was also blocked by Robbie. And but then Robbie was holding his arm, right? And Robbie kicked Trey's leg out from under him and flipped him over. Cruz came from behind and started landing punches on Robbie's ribs. And Robbie was blocking them, but then he got tackled by Trey. And they fell towards the storeroom door. Trey got up first, and then Robbie tried to get up, but Trey kicked him back down, and he fell right into the corner near the door, right? Yep. He's right by the storeroom door, and they cornered him, and they said, nowhere to run. And but Robbie pointed up to the camera and said, nowhere to hide. <laughs> I like that. Trey understood. Yep. Yeah, they understood they were being recorded, and they decided to leave, but they said, you better watch your ass. So that's not, it's not over between them, dude. What did you think about that fight scene and, and all that right there? Robbie uh, did pretty well for fighting two guys at one time. You know, he I guess in a sense he lost, but you know he held his own pretty pretty well there against two two people. He totally did, and there was a lot of blocking. And you were right about the Miyagi throwing around and stuff. So I just wanted to break down those fight scenes, and you can tell there there is a lot of different fighting techniques and stuff. And Robbie is fighting in the Miyagi Do fashion right now, totally being smart. Okay. And yeah, he got them recorded and they took off. So, and you can tell, like, to the fighting style that it was all mostly defensive moves. You know, he was just doing a lot of deflecting, a lot of uh, uh, kind of like uh, throwing and, um, and like I said, just dodging. So, so they, and using their own energy to, to hurt, you know, to hurt themselves, which is all, all like, like Miyagi Do. So he, you can tell he, he's using all that knowledge he's gained so far. Yeah, it's really cool to see. Well said there, Cole. Well said. We're going to cut again, though. We're back. We're going to cut to the golf and stuff, guys. How's the date going? All right, it's continuing the cool stuff here. Young hearts beat fast. <laughs> yeah, we get more music. Sam and Miguel are at the free throw basketball game. And they're kind of talking, kind of flirting. Miguel found out Sam is a Lakers fan. And Sam was like, yeah, my family has season tickets since she was a kid, right? And she's like, yeah, it's right at half court. <laughs> but then she kind of realized that it sounded kind of pretentious. Like, oh, yeah, like she's flaunting her wealth a little bit there. But she backed off, which is a good move on Sam, you know. She didn't want to make somebody else feel bad. So she says that her dad only uses them for business, kind of. She kind of backs down from that. Miguel uses this moment, a good tactic. He says, oh, yeah, I'll only, I'll only use my season tickets for business, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's flirting with her, man. Yeah, so a nice one, Miguel. Yeah. That's good. That's exactly what you want to do. And they start to flirt about it, and Miguel, he sets it up kind of for a second date. And Sam took it, dude. She, she asked him if, they want, if, she, if he wanted to go with her sometime to the game. Yeah. Second he's date. Like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. But then he, he said, yeah, well, actually, it depends on how close to half court. 
<laughs> yeah, did he say his tickets were better or something that's like that? Good, or man. Yeah. yeah. So that's good stuff. That's what, that's how you want to do it, folks out there. If you want to flirt, this is some good stuff. Very, very playful. You know, Sam's like, oh my God, yeah. right? And the music took over again, man. They go to the photo booth. Nostalgia heaven right now. Oh yeah, man. It's just from Karate Kid One. Just like it Karate is. Kid One. And they took some pictures. Here's the picture breakdown, y'all. Two pictures of them were smiling at the camera straight on. Okay. Then one picture of them was doing a funny face. Sam had her tongue out. Miguel had like a puffed up face. Yeah, there's <laughs> always one funny face. Yeah, have a funny yeah, face man. one. And then they had one picture of them looking at each other. Sam was smiling, but Miguel looked like he was in love, dude. You know what I'm saying? That was a moment, dude. So that was cool. And we even saw a scene of them like looking and reacting to the pictures, you know, when it came out of the machine. Dude, that's exactly how they did it in Karate Kid 1. 100%. They, they took the pictures out of the machine, looked at them, yep. man. Nostalgia, heaven. What do you think about that, Cole? Spot on, man. It's like, a, this, like I said earlier, this show just gives you what you want and more. Oh, my gosh, dude. I just can't believe it. It's like this the whole way through. So that was great. Let's wrap up this board meeting, though, you guys. The next scene, we are back at the All Valley board meeting, and they're reading about the band, right? They're looking at some black and white photos. I guess it's like some files that they found, right? And this is These photos are from the 85 tournament, you guys, yeah. which is which is the uh, movie of Karate Kid 3, just to keep everybody on track. They're saying that Cobra Kai was banned for unethical and unsportsmanlike conduct shown by senseis Terry Silver, John Kreese, and their student Mike Barnes. Okay, that was it. Yep. And, I mean, we saw what happened in Karate Kid 3. Daniel said, well, there you have it. Sorry you wasted your time. <laughs> he's being a punk right there, dude. <laughs> Daniel's being a punk, right? I mean, he's, yep. a, he, he's like a lifetime band to a lifetime band. Yep. I mean, he has something to say, you know, because it was against him, you know, all that stuff. And so he's he's saying that, and they want to hear what Johnny has to say about it before they just turn him out. Yeah. And Johnny says, you know, I don't even know who Terry Silver is, which is true because he wasn't in Karate Kid 3. Yep. He had already left Cobra Kai at that point. Daniel said, well, you know, ask him about John Kreese. And Johnny said that John Kreese is dead. Yeah. So John Kreese is dead, and they say, sorry for your loss. Daniel begins to go on about how bad Cobra Kai is back in the day. You know, he's talking about all this stuff, how it's going to be a disgrace if Cobra Kai comes back. And, and it's like going into Johnny's feelings and stuff. You can tell he's like starting to get angry. And he starts to make that fist. Yep. Yeah, he wants to hit Daniel. Yeah, normally he would just probably fight Daniel right here, probably. That's, like that, like that's his go-to. Yep. And he begins to make a fist, but just like Miguel remembered his words about you know everything, Johnny remembers Miguel's words, and he does not hit him. He doesn't hit him. Instead, he stands up, he makes a speech. Man, it was a great speech, right? Yeah, it was. Especially for Johnny. Especially for Johnny, yeah. He admitted that Cobra Kai had problems in the 80s, but that's why he left back then, and he did leave. He did. So that's a thing. He said that his Cobra Kai is different. He talked about how kids can come there and feel like they belong, where they won't get picked on because they are losers and nerds. But is is that true, though? 
Does he just totally pick on them and everything? I think he does. <laughs> so I don't know if that's true. And like they showed Daniel, like cut to Daniel. He's like, oh, sighing, like rolling his eyes, man. And Johnny also said that how he's seen how Cobra Kai has made a difference in their lives. And this is true, you know. And he's making it, it's making a difference in his life too. Yeah. And he said he watched the, kid, the kids who gain confidence, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But then it's making a difference in his life too, is what he said. It is. And, and that was straight from the heart, it looked like. It is. Yep. The board talked about it a little bit and they decided they're going to take a vote on it. And they wanted Johnny to wait outside. So, oof, it's coming down to a vote. I like how the what it said. The guy said, uh, "Well, you know that doesn't sound any like the old Cobra Kai." And the other guy says, "It's a and it is a badass name for a dojo. Badass name for a dojo. It totally is." <laughs> and Johnny looks over at him and gives him like you know a little little like fist bump kind of mm-hmm. almost like a little nod. That was a cool moment. <laughs> I like that a lot. But they decide they want to take a vote, and he's gonna have to wait outside. The next scene, though, guys, we are back on the date. We are at the golf and stuff. And Sam and Miguel are on the bench, kind of near a carousel, eating a pretzel with cheese, dude. What a great day. It's got everything, man. So and Sam's talking to him, says, yeah, Senior Octopus would like to know if Miguel is, if you're better at karate than you are at mini golf. So she's teasing <laughs> him, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what Miguel said, though? He said he didn't realize that the octopus was Hispanic, but uh, Sensei <laughs> says that he's the best student in the class. So they're totally yeah, flirting yeah. it up. And she kind of looked away, but Miguel says, you don't believe me? He says, oh, okay, stand up. Yep. Got, you got to get a little physical on the date. So he said, here, you know, get, get into a fighting position. <laughs> and the music is going here. And I'll tell you, man, I'm all smiles, dude. I am all smiles this whole time. He started to correct her, like, on her fighting stance, and she's, like, calling him out the whole time. She's like, oh, you're going to put your hands on my hips? You know, like, (laughs) yeah, man. She's And, like, but she's smiling the whole time, and they're totally flirting. But in that moment, Sam took him down with, like, a rolling grapple, right? Like, a rolling grapple. like playfully like kind of threw him down on the ground mm-hmm. Flip, yeah rolled him over yeah. and then she's like standing up and miguel said whoa sam that was amazing but she put his <laughs> she put her yeah, foot I think on him. him i think it turned him on a little bit <laughs> well she put her foot on him and said sensei sam yep this is great stuff man uh, this is great i'm really rooting for their relationship and everything and so she dropped down to him and said you know, this is the best. This might be the best date she's ever been on. And Miguel said, "Really? Because technically, this isn't a date, man. This is great, great <laughs> stuff." Sam said, "Right, not a date." And then closed the distance and kissed him, dude. She did, yeah. She kissed him. She kissed him. Yep. Sam closed the distance. Cool. Good on Sam, dude. She's really having yep. a good time. And, you know, she she's had, she's had some bad dating experiences with Kyler yeah. and stuff. You know, Kyler was a punk. Kyler sucks. Kyler was a punk, always trying to get physical with her too much. And it's creepy. He's a, t- yeah. All these rumors and everything. So she, that's, I don't blame her for wanting to kind of take a break from dating, like she said. Yeah, exactly. She's had some bad experiences and, 
So, but now she's having a great experience with Miguel. He's a he's a good dude. <laughs> yeah. So she likes him. She closed the distance on him. This is not her first kiss, I don't think, but this might be Miguel's first kiss, you guys, ever. I think it might have been, yeah. So fantastic. The music hits, like their music hits like for the first time, like big time here. Their, their their theme and and Sam said right and that was not a kiss. Yep, that's not, that's not a date. That was not a kiss. Fantastic, go Miguel, go Sam. I'm telling you, shoot the fireworks off, y'all, because here we go. <laughs> the next scene, it just keeps rolling with good stuff. Get the music going, man. We get the music uh, going. I know, I know. It's so great. And the, it just keeps going because at the next scene, we are back at the All Valley Sports Arena. We're in the hallway this time, and Johnny's waiting on the results of the vote. Daniel walks out, right? He's being a punk again, says, congratulations, Johnny. And he, like, stormed yeah. off. He stormed off, dude. He does not want Cobra Kai to come back. Yeah, he was he was mad, giving us a sarcastic congratulations. Yeah. Yep, sarcastic congratulations. And the song plays. Another song, it's the song is called So Strong by Richard Myhill. It's like that real cool okay. guitar song, you know, it's like a real cello. Yep celebratory song and so that starts playing and guys the good times just keep rolling the next scene goes to the cobra kai dojo miguel is pulling up on his bike he's got his helmet on and everything he locks his bike dude. he's got to run to johnny and tell him what happened oh yeah oh my gosh folks so inside the cobra kai dojo johnny's putting up the all valley karate tournament poster you know, yep. put that in the dojo just like back in the day. And he's drinking a Coors OG. He looks like he's had a few, actually, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it, I mean, we're celebrating, folks. Yeah. He's like, he's he's punching and kicking the air in celebration. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he's doing that. And Miguel came into the door and he said, Oh, who's the man? And Johnny, says, I'm, <laughs> I'm the, the man. man. <laughs> <laughs> no way dude but then miguel smiled johnny said oh shit are you the man too are you the man, you the man too, too? <laughs> miguel flipped his backpack you the man. miguel flipped his backpack at home and said i'm the man ah oh, dude <laughs> this is great so he said he crushed the date and he did i was gonna say he did yep. man he, he did some real good flirting there hit all the moments and but johnny said he crushed the committee meeting too so Cobra Kai's in. Johnny said, hell yeah, Cobra Kai's back, baby. And they shared like a hug, dude. That was so good. What a moment. It's awesome. What it's a great. moment. Yeah, it's great, man. For both of them. This is big for both of them. This might be the best moment of the whole show so far. so great. Yeah. This whole, yeah, the whole thing. Miguel said, I'm going to go grab a soda. Do you want a banquet? But Johnny said, no, this calls for a real toast. And he went to the office to get some like, whiskey or scotch or something yeah i believe it was whiskey it looked like he had some whiskey out of the, out of the filing cabinet and he poured it into some red solo <laughs> cups for them 
and he poured one for him and one for Miguel. And this might be Miguel's first drink of alcohol. I think so. We are watching Miguel become a man tonight, folks. This or, is you know, of, of liquor at least. Yeah. yeah. We are watching Miguel become a man right before our eyes. But think about this, dude. I was going to say that didn't Mr. Miyagi give Daniel some whiskey one time in Karate Kid 1? I think yeah. so. Maybe like some sake. Oh, maybe, I think he made yeah. it in some sake. Yeah. He, so this is maybe kind of like kind of a throw to that too. So Miguel says, yeah, this is going to be a toast to Cobra Kai. Johnny says, never accept defeat. And they cheered their drinks and they downed them. As the camera <laughs> zooms in on the All Valley Tournament poster, the music hits harder. Cole, cut to black. Cobra Kai logo. I mean, absolutely perfect. 10 out of 10. Shoot off the fireworks. What an episode, Cole. Yeah, that was an amazing ending. He, he told uh, Johnny told me, Gil, before the toast, he's like, Drink it; it'll put a hair on your ball. Yeah, is that good? Is that <laughs> good? Says, is, that a good is that a good thing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, he became a man <laughs> right before our eyes, folks. And that episode was perfect. Never accept defeat. Never accept defeat. Because they both they they both broke through some walls, you know. They did. People said no, and they went through it. But man, that episode was a nostalgic bomb all the way through, man. I just could not believe it. I, I mean, I was smiling the whole time. They nailed it. Yeah, it was perfect. It took me right back to Karate Kid 1 for the scene after scene. And it was all a bonus. I just couldn't believe my eyes. And they did everything perfectly, Cole. Tell me what you thought about that episode. I think it might be uh, the best episode, like I said, yet, man. It just—it was great just to see uh, all the throwbacks to the original movie and uh, to see Daniel, you know, as the role of, a, of, ma of the master, you know, Robbie in Daniel's old position. Uh, good to see uh, McGill uh, winning, basically. You know, he's taking the screw out. He's got a crush on. They had a great date. Johnny won the uh, uh, the meeting with, you know, All Valley. They get to compete again. It's just great to see everybody win, man. Yeah, it's winning all yeah. around. Fantastic. Johnny got what he wanted. Miguel got what he wanted. I think Sam's happy too. I mean, Daniel's not happy. Everybody's happy. Daniel was fairly happy. He got someone to spar with, you know, and he's he's got a student now. He's, he's got a student. That. He's not happy that Cobra Kai is back, but no. he's got his student. And yeah, he's starting to pass on some of the Miyagi Do stuff to Robbie, the bonsai teachings and lessons. That was a special scene. I mean, it was one special scene after a one special scene. Am I right? It was. And I just got to say, did you have any favorite lines or moments from that episode? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about specific lines, but my favorite moments were like, especially the, one of the best moments to me was the part where Robbie's, you know, trimming the bonsai trees. Mm -hmm. The music. And mm -hmm. yeah, it just, it takes you right back to, yeah, Miyagi's uh, workshop and, and Daniel being the one uh, trimming the, the uh, bonsais. And then, uh, that was great. And then also uh, the the date at the uh, the mini golf place, you know, that mm -hmm. <laughs> golf and stuff. Yes. Yeah, man, just takes you right back to you know the all the old movies and so much nostalgia in there. There was so much nostalgia, it's and it was it's it was perfect. I totally agree with you, even with the shots of the camera and of the date and stuff and. The tr don't forget about the training montage at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, it's almost shot for shot, you know. Uh, 
it's almost shot for shot with the uh, date, especially. Yeah, and and I was gonna say, yeah, don't forget about that tr- that excellent training montage at the beginning where Daniel got to show him all the ways oh, of yeah. Yagi and stuff. I mean, that was fantastic too. Just, just like you know, with uh, Daniel in the backyard, you know, yeah. Yeah, both lots, and he got the yep. the reveal of the teaching. So we started with the we started this episode with the training montage, and we kind of went through it with the date montage at the end, and just coming through at the end where both of them had got what they wanted. And I mean, I'm telling you, I smiled the entire episode, and I do each time I watch it. Still, same here, man. I just, yeah watched it again, you know before before the podcast here and yeah dude smiling the whole time it's so great folks so i was gonna say like the first five episodes really lay the groundwork for the rivalries and the characters and who they are the sixth episode was about johnny starting to train his students and robbie getting into larusso auto but from here on out, it just kind of takes these characters and these rivalries and it just runs with them forward, right? This is the story is now really progressing. We're getting ready for the All Valley tournament. So we all know that that's it's building towards that. Yeah. This episode was like all about all about bonding, I think, man, really, you know. Talk to me about that. Uh, we see the you know bonding going on between uh, Robbie and uh, and Daniel, uh, the bonding going on between uh, Sam and Miguel, mm-hmm. and the bonding going on between Miguel and uh, and Johnny as well. You know, it's 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 cool to see that going on. And this episode's all about you know building uh, relationships. I guess you know you are one hundred percent right about that, and that's a good catch that they all started bonding together. Yeah, because. It- it's good bonding because you know Miguel needs a father figure and and Robbie needs a father Miguel, figure. Yeah. But it's just what makes you know. I always forget. Don't forget. I mean, that is Johnny's son. So the more that they bond, it's actually a bad thing in a way because it's going to blow up. It's going to blow up at some point. So the bonding between it's still, it's still, we still have that uh, duality going on as well, though, man. Like you, you know, we were talking about the uh, the counterbalance. Yes, yes, that's still there with with you know with the fact that Robbie, yeah, like you said, Robbie is Johnny's son, and Daniel's teaching him the ways of Miyagi Do. Uh-huh. And then you got Miguel, who's a student of Cobra Kai, dating Larusso's daughter. Dating Larusso's daughter. Yes, I I almost kind of forgot about that too, man. That is Larusso's daughter, and does he have any so there's, idea? There, there's a, I guess. No. I mean, I guess and, he and, might have an idea. A well, little bit. I guess, I guess Miguel's got an idea, but I don't think you no know, Johnny doesn't know. Miguel, do- wait, Johnny does know. Johnny does know. No, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, Miguel kn- knows who it is, but he doesn't know about the rivalry yet. Johnny hasn't yeah. said anything about the rivalry, right? That's, that's true. Yeah, because. Miguel hasn't even told Johnny her name, right? He didn't say. Yeah, who only, it was. Let's say Johnny. Johnny knows who Sam is, but he doesn't know that's who Miguel took yeah, out. Yeah, he doesn't know it's a yeah. Larusso. Okay, not yet. Right. So yeah, you're right. He is dating Larusso's daughter while Daniel is training Johnny's son, folks. There, that's the counterbalance. That is massive, and yeah, I kind of almost forgot about that aspect of yeah. it, but that is totally true. So it's going to blow up. At some point, folks. At some point, and yeah. it's coming. 
it gets better from here. It just keeps getting better from here. It's one best episode after another episode. And do you have more stuff to say about that episode at all? I think uh, I think that pretty much sums it up. I think so too. And folks, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. This show is just so much fun all the way through. It's an amazing ride. And it hits all those nostalgia buttons. I mean, I could watch that episode over and over. It just, it is just fantastic. So, my hats off to the creators and writers and editors of that show. Y'all did a great job, and I am just having a fantastic time watching this show and doing this podcast with you, Cole. Really breaking it down. I'm having a fun time breaking yeah. it down and getting all the stuff man. out out of it. So, guys, if anybody can figure out what was going on with raising the flag. Please email <laughs> us, okay? And that's going to be neverdiespodcast at gmail.com, y'all. So the email is up and running now. And please email us if you guys have anything to say about the show. Let us know that you're listening, that you're liking it. Tune on in. We might even read some emails out if y'all want so we can get that going. And folks, I mean, that was fun. So if you don't have anything else to say about that episode, Cole, we might be able to end this one. But man. All I got to say is just never, never accept defeat, man. Never. never yeah, never accept, accept defeat. defeat. I agree with you there, Cole. 10 out of 10, folks. Never accept defeat. And we are going all the way because we never accept defeat. And something else, Cole, thanks again for being here, my man. I just got to oh, say. yeah, same here, man. Thank, thank you for being here as yes, well. Yes, yes. Thank you for being and here. And thank the listeners for being here as well. Totally, guys. Totally. Thank you, listeners. Having a great time. And we will do it again next time. You know it. You know we're going to do it next time, right? Because oh, yeah. Cobra Kai never, never dies. dies. Thanks for being here, folks. We will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh shit, are you the man too?